Hello, everyone, and welcome to Music Is Everything podcast with me, Andrew Groves, and my very good friend, Matthew Hornby. Hello. This week, we're finding the correct jumping slash diving height for a precipitous adventure into the rock overlords, Biffy Clyro. Yeah. Now, for me, mm-hmm. and this is what this is what this is all about. For me, it's like a childhood companion that's accompanied me on my musical journey. But for others, this could be just something they've never pressed go on. We've we've been there. That's what this is about. This is true, this is true. And it is worth noting, um, before we start, so Biffy Clyro are a Scottish band, three-piece of the rock and roll style. Mm. Maybe not rock and roll, probably is a bit... Uh, Let's roll. slightly facetious with, facetiously, but it probably doesn't actually pinpoint what they do. Mm. But yeah, rock, a modern, modern rock band, I guess. Um, but if they're massive in the UK, mm. but I can't, and I know that, but I'm not sure of their... I know they weren't that big outside the UK for quite a while, but now I, I don't know. So if you're not from the UK and you're not familiar with Biffy Clyro, uh, listen on, because they are really worth checking out. Um, but yeah, massive in the UK, kind of like all nine albums, six have been in the top five in the charts, all this kind of stuff, and number ones, X Factor moments. And um, But yeah... I don't know how big they are outside the UK, but listen on. I think, I think, I think, yeah, n- not, I don't think as big as the UK. I think UK is still, I would say, probably number one. Um, I know they've definitely toured extensively states-wise and in a lot of Europe. I think Europe is probably, actually, I don't know. I, I've not seen them in America, so I wouldn't know, but I would mm. say maybe... Europe second, America third, maybe. I'm not sure. I think I think it's still I think it's still big. Um mm-hmm. but but yeah, maybe they're not festival headliners in in America. They're definitely mm-hmm. UK and Europe, you know. They're they I mean, you know, they're the they're the band. I don't think yeah. there's many occupying their corner. It, it they are at that level doing those things that they do, I don't think there's anyone else even coming up behind them. I think that's just their, that's their It's a niche. really unique position because they're like pretty heavy and pretty weird mm. at their core, mm-hmm. but then incredibly mainstream, uh, mm. which is quite a, a unique balance to strike, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about that, like probably in status, mm-hmm forget like musical style but like the uk's answers to foo fighters yeah Do you know yeah what? yeah yeah sure something like sure. that sure. Uh, like it can <clears throat> fill big venues everyone loves them it's mm. like mixed crowd all this stuff uh quite radio friendly but then you know there's more interesting stuff there i don't know i don't know anyway should we start with like uh, andrew what are your experiences of biffy clyro in your Long and illustrious life. Well, I came. I came into them. Uh, uh, I was at college, Rygate College, and I just joined. So, two thousand and four, 
I remember that because I found my card. My little, whatever. I think it meant like your birthday card. No, no, one that lets you through. <laughs> you know, it says I go here and I'm not a stranger. Um, uh, and yeah, so early, yeah, yeah, 2004 was looking for something, you know, I was big into the chilies and I was, I had my guitar teacher was super into jazz. So like that was my bread and butter guitar. I was just all in, all I was really interested in is what I could eat with my guitar. Mm. Who is the next artist I would, you know, could learn or what have you. Um, and it was actually uh, one of the sort of, um, you know, one of the, so I, I did like a music technology course. And one of the things was to do like a cover um, and uh, Chris Burr, shout out Chris Burr. Um, he did, uh, there's no such thing as a jaggy snake. Um, and I remember just coming into the studio one day and hearing that and just being like, whoa, like on, again, I played strats and telly. So on a, on a strat, and just the chords and also like off the back of like, certainly like my guitar teacher was very kind of keen on like, you can do anything, like there's no rules. Mm -hmm. And certainly like he was coming at that from, you know, learn the theory and then kind of, you know, sort of work your way around with some knowledge, you know? And so off the back of that, like I was looking for, you know, I was like trying to make up my own chords and like work out the names for them and, and again, like just going by ear, like, oh, you know, that sounds good. That doesn't sound good. Or like, and so like the idea of like, kind of just kind of that kind of creationism, if that makes sense of just being like, oh, I can just make up chords. I don't have to mm -hmm. play power chords. I don't have to play, you know, um, you know, an open chord or something like that. And then so to hear someone playing like this kind of energetic, aggressive, um, on a single coil and then again like the chords just being all these kind of real like augmented little chords sounding chords and, and kind of the chords are very much written for the music and and kind of the atmosphere you know kind of a, a word painting you know within that as well and so I remember hearing it and just being like wah like who who is this you know and there was like screaming and then you know like there was also and I really think that's the you know, the, the, the pivot is that like, even from uh, like day one, as far as you go back, there's this, there's always this like little sweet turn within their music, which I think that kernel of, you know, kind of really blossomed. And I think ine inevitably was responsible for their success of this juxtaposition of kind of loud and quiet, but then also like dissonance and, and kind of weirdness and, 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 you know, and metal and, and kind of, you know, aggression. And then these mm. wonderfully romantic passages that are just so hopeful and so, so, um, there's such a, such a, like a transcendent little, little moments within the music. And I think, you know, that, I think that is the, the appeal. And it was the appeal to me that, that this, I don't just want one, uh, you know, I'm a human mm -hmm. being and I feel, you know, I, I have the best day of my life and then I stub my toe, you know, like it doesn't, it doesn't like, it's not so, so binary or I don't want all, all metal, you know, all, all the time. The time. <laughs> I think it gives it, 
it gives it depth and I think it gives it dynamics. And so, yeah, so I just, I think I must have lime-wired or uh, napstered, um, you know, there's no such thing as a shaggy snake that night, maybe. And then I listened to that a lot. And then I think I must have bought Vertigo of Bliss from my local HMV or something. Mm. Somewhere after that, even though not on that record. Um, so I don't know where I, I must have just, don't know, must have seen it. Like, <laughs> oh, um, I don't think it was, it was not, wasn't the easiest record to find at that time. Um, and then, yeah, subsequently then I, I went on to buy and consume enormous uh, quantity. Uh, every vinyl, every, everything I kind of consumed. Nice. Um, from then onwards, pr- pretty, pretty much up until, you know, they, up until maybe only, actually maybe opposites, I think was kind of when, where my collection kind of peaked, but that was, they were like, you know, and then being in a band, they were like our model, you know, like they'd sure. done it before and that's kind of, oh, yeah, you know. three we, piece. Yeah, exactly. And, and the, 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 so much of the styling and, and kind of just the trajectory and where they were going and what they were doing, you know, they were very much our kind of, you know, what does your band sound like? Oh, do you know mm-hmm. who Biffy Clyro is? Kind of thing like, you know, your mum's friend or something asks you. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? They, they maybe might know. Obviously, like, you know, Puzzle took them then to the to the moon. Um, yeah. Uh, in that sense. How about how about you, Matt? Yeah, fair. Um, that's really well put. Yeah, so I, uh, I was at school and there was a guy uh, in a cool band at school. They were a very cool band. Uh, and I remember him mentioning Biffy Clyro mm-hmm. once and I was like... I mean, I'm listening to Guns N' Roses and Led Zeppelin and <laughs> sure, Deep sure. Purple at the time. Sure. <clears throat> and uh, I'm like, what? And the Chili's actually, in fairness, okay. and System. So it was quite a blend. But um, it wasn't just all the oldies. But this, yeah, this guy mentioned Biffy Clyro and I was like, what is that? That's the weirdest name I've ever heard in my life. Mm. And uh, it is a pretty weird name. And I think I heard some of the, like, the couple of early albums, but it was it, they were a bit too jagged for me. Okay. Nice. To be completely honest, um, very rough and jagged and angular. Um, listening back now, it's still very cool. Um, and there's some, I've got some favorites from those early albums that mm-hmm. I think I've discovered later. Uh, but yeah, and then <laughs> there's this one summer where I was, at, I was at my parents' house and uh, they gave me some cash to build a fence. Uh, quite a big fence it took I love, ages I love these little snapshots of northern living just know, like yeah. here you That's... do you want some cash to build me this fence <laughs> there you go that's what it's like you just know. Minecraft living um, exactly <laughs> um, yes yeah, so I was building this fence it took me forever because I was I was not really in I, I wasn't really in kind of like fence mindset at that age. <laughs> yeah, no and, uh, many arms just yeah it just took me ages I thought, oh god I have to do this again um <laughs> But so I'd listen to the radio whilst I was building said fence. Uh. And, um, but it was at the time that um, I was aware of Puzzle, but then Mountains came out on the sure. radio. Uh, on And I had Radio 1 on. But they play like Radio 1 do, if for anyone who knows BBC Radio 1 in the UK. It's, uh, they, they tend to, when they play, they really go for it. Mm. And this song was on like every third song or every half an hour or whatever. It was on so often, but it was really good. And it had piano in it. Mm. Uh, and this is, this is probably, uh, for those who don't know Biffy Lyro, it's a, 
It's a great starting point, but it's kind of like right in the middle where they kind of turned, I see it as a turning point anyway. They got very big, but also uh, really embraced like orchestral elements and uh, anthems, I guess. Mm -hmm. And following on from what you were saying, I really enjoy the fact that they can write a song. Uh, Their choruses are always fantastic, but they they can write like a ballad without being cheesy yeah. in my book yeah. they, they they managed to s- somehow and they talk they talk quite openly about love and like uh, quite heart on sleeve and the strings and beautiful melodies and mm. piano but it never never kind of lands on cheesiness I think that's such a uh, an amazing feat to pull off so anyway this song came out and uh, I was like this is amazing and just kind of fell in love from there really um I must have heard Puzzle because uh, the one before is called um, Puzzle. Mm. Living is a problem. Living is a problem dies. if everything dies, yeah. right? Uh, has a very stabby intro, which is so Moorish. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I knew that as well. But anyway, since then, I've just been a massive fan and kind of consumed everything. Uh, and actually, funnily, after all these years, they like I say, heard about them in school. But they, they, like you said, they've been a constant mm. since then mm. uh, to now, like the two latest albums are actually the only ones I have on vinyl. And okay. I really, really like them. I think they've hit a really nice point where, you know, after nine albums and, uh, well, I think they, I read they started in 95, so mm. it's nearly 30 years. It's m- mental. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah after, after so long, they've kind of, not it's a really nice sweet spot between retaining a you know some of the quirky jagged heavy stuff and still able to write a sweet kind of i don't think the word ballads and undersell but you know what i mean like a, a, more a, of sweet, a, a sweet uh, a sweet song <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? a sweet a sweet uh, sonnet um yeah just a beautiful melodic kind of i guess lighter lighter song mm. um well i think i so, think yeah. they had that problem of like as any band does that really finds success. And, and I mean, you know, I think kind of almost like you're somewhat um, burdened by the idea that you might want to get better as a musician and a, as a songwriter. I think that's kind of a burden for um, rock bands in that like you get to a point where you're like, oh, I, I think I want to do this better now Mm. and that can be very easily mistaken for like a selling out or a Mm -hmm. or a you know a popifying or what have you and I think you know as any band does when it gets to that point and that that status like the seed was there I think you know all along even from the you know the earliest material there are still these like beautiful songs you know you know and sure there's like i say it's got this kind of freneticness and 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 this uh there's kind of a humor to it and sometimes there's a you know like kind of an, an, an uh, you know fry, flying your freak flag type thing um but yeah along with all the like i think yeah angular is a good like certainly some of the, the very earlier stuff but they're you know still able to to turn these beautiful you know uh uh 
disco ball, you know, disco, disco ball. Well, like last, last dance. Last kind of dance thing. in hell type moment. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. You know, sort of slow dancing in a burning room type vibe. Like that, that, that idea. And again, like, I think, you know, like I say, they hit puzzle and obviously sort of simultaneously signed with uh, Warner, which obviously huge, um, a huge deal for any band. Um, and then at the same time, you know, Simon uh, lost his mother and, and that album became, you know, a kind of heartfelt sort of uh, um, collection of songs, obviously, you know, regarding that, you know, and that album, you know, it had a story, it had the songs, you know, and, and, and they had the, the weight. Obviously that catapulted them, you know, really to the, to the very top of, of the music industry in England, certainly. Um, and they are kind of the, I would say the rock act, you know, they kind of mm -hmm. really kept that, 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 that element. But I think like, you know, my opinion on it was always like, great. I, 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 I know they have their heart in the right place. I know they put and care for this more than anything else. They're exactly the people I want on the radio. They're exactly the people I want. I want them to be doing well. I want them to be better as songwriters. And in my opinion, like their songwriting has just got better and better. Like, you know, it's, it's, much harder to occupy the space they do and still play the music that they play. It's still some of the heaviest music on the, on the, you know, in, in mainstream, you know, music or ma mainstream radio. Um, and it's still done with, with no less or more care and, 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 and dedication. And, you know, I, I think like that's, I think that's such a, a heavy crown to bear is to be in that position oh, and to totally. have success. And, you know, there, there's undoubtedly, you know, pressure to deliver. And, you know, I think they have every single time. And, and then, like I say, they uh, uh, still deliver, you know, and you know, incredible rock albums every single time that occupies all of that space, you know, sure. You know, it, it, it is, it is different than, than the earlier stuff. That early stuff is much, more angular it's much more kind of schizophrenic in its in its nature mm -hmm. but like i say the the idea was that you would get better as a songwriter and you'd want to write better songs that delivered those things and kind of delivered those messages and delivered those ideas and those feelings better you know like and, and i think that's and more concisely yeah yeah with and that is that does include the awkwardness and that does in, include um you know that anger and that aggression i don't think they've lost that in any way i mean <laughs> That, that's that's they're, they're still playing as heavy as they, they ever have you know yeah so. i was going to say that, that, that that's not been lost but the way it's delivered is in a more mature way which mm. i think is uh well they're older mm. it's they've been going forever but mm. they haven't they haven't lost that kind of they're, they're still cool mm. and they haven't lost the kind of childlike kind of enthusiasm mm. for what they do um i missed the whole section out of what i was going to say but it kind of ties in nicely oh, to what um you were saying, no, 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 we're good. Because uh, so after Puzzle then came Only Revolutions, which is where they, I think that was just massive. That's the one with mountains on it. Mm. And um, Many of Horror, which was picked up sure. uh, for by X Factor um, in 2010 for uh, um, 
one of the guys there covered it or the, the winner covered it mm-hmm. and it was in the run of Christmas number one or it was Christmas number one. Um, but I remember that happening and being like, Beefy Clyro, <laughs> like X Factor, like what? Mm-hmm. Like it was, a, it was a total turning point. Like you, you didn't see them being, they're like an, they're like an underdog. They're mm-hmm. a cool alternative band, you know, just didn't seem to line up, but it totally, now looking back, totally makes sense. Yeah. And well, a great song is a great song, no matter mm-hmm. who, wrote it um and i remembered actually i saw i went to see uh, foo fighters at milton's milton Keynes bowl in 2011 and i read earlier biffy biffy supported and i don't remember anything so i think i've seen them a few times okay uh but i've never been to one of their similarly to uh, queens actually i've never been to one of their gigs which okay. is something i'd really like to do you really should um yeah for me that's- I, I imagine it's its own it's its own thing and it because i think they've They've always been like the the big support band up sure. until fairly recently, sure. you know, supported all the real big guys, mm-hmm. uh, literally everyone you can think of. Um, but yeah, now they're at the stage where one of their own gigs would still be really big. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm assuming you've seen them. M- many times. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, 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 oh, you've, play- you've played with them as well. Yeah. Yeah, we, we kind of like... Yeah, as you know, as well as that, uh, 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 we played with them a lot in in that, like we did a lot of the our 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 literal business model was, you know, if basically if a ba- if a festival would book Biffy, they would b- book us, you know, and and <laughs> nice and well, as in it was just kind of like I'll put them on that that day. Do, do, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's just it's pigeonholing sense. of the nicest kind, I suppose, and and we we definitely lent into it because you know that's that helps us and in our career, you know, um, for someone to be like, what do I do with these guys? And we're like, they're like those brilliant, put them there, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think, I think, you know, live is, is really the, is really the church of the, you know, it's really their church. Uh, I, I think maybe, maybe the best live band I think I've ever seen. I think, I, 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 wow. as in, like, as a, as a unit and as a operation, you know. Aside from you know being able to see it and and you know see how it goes on, like we 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 kind of met them at a good point where we we just kind of tagged along to some degree, and and they're well, they're really lovely, uh, and just it was lovely even with their texts and everything like that. It was kind of nice to see how the sausage was made to some degree. Um, <clears throat> so like, I think, you know, even aside from that, like the athleticism of the, you know, doing two hours, three hours, whatever it is of, of like, it's not three hours, it's probably two hours. Um, mm-hmm. And just like the, the, again, kind of how we spoke about with John Frusciante, that contract of, you know, every element has been thought about and considered. And certainly what I really appreciate about their shows is is the delivery and, and just the the variation and how like there is a consideration for that. And every song has its own like thing and idea and like the whole, you know, like stage show, like a, when they did uh, Opposites, which I think for me is kind of, even though it's the double album, I really think like 
that was just such an incredible time for them as a band and mm-hmm. just every song is a banger uh for, and to achieve that with a dub, double album is unheard of to some degree um that was that that was actually the on opposites i meant to mention that as well the um there's a making of documentary mm-hmm. um that like a bonus dvd thing that came mm-hmm. with the cd uh i remember watching that and it's i think they went to la yeah. to write to write opposites uh and ben the drummer had been dealing with kind of uh like alcoholism mm. and kind of associated problems. Mm. And it was kind of a, uh, a a lot about his kind of recovery and going through the process of making that massive album. Mm. And um, I just, uh, yeah, it always sticks with me that, that documentary, like it's so good. Um, and a real, they're, they're like a, they're like a kind of little cottage industry. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. homegrown DIY, but globally huge. It's, it's really like, yeah, it's very human and uh, and very kind of, well, you never really know. Well, you might, but I don't know. Um, it, very, it comes across very low ego and you know, grounded and family. And well, I know obviously there's basis and drummer are family, literally. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, being being in the same lineup since school uh, for this long and going through what they would have gone through is, um, yeah, there's got to be some kind of integrity and some real... Uh, glue there you know yeah they they, they <laughs> i think it's i think there is a, a, a i think that part of that is definitely a like a scottish element to some degree i think most people sure. I've met who are scottish are fairly humble in their in their uh, um in their in their kind of approach um yeah i, I mean you know it, it was it's one of those things where at the time you know they were like they had a huge impact on us as like our to some, and it sounds so cringy, even just thinking about it, but to some degree, like they were always ahead of us and like, kind of like an older brother. And mm-hmm. you were like, ah, oh, like that's, that's cool. We should do that. Like, and not in the way that you think in the sense of like, you know, we always, it always struck us that there's loads of stuff that, you could do, but you don't have to do when you're in positions like that. And to actually make those decisions to do those things and not do them is actually, it's quite a lot of effort mm. and it's actually commendable that you would bother because, you know, I would be like, wow, I couldn't be bothered to do that, but we should, you know, and and, and the fact that they kind of really had a hand in like, you know, in their success, they really had a huge hand in like supporting so many UK, oh, and uh, worldwide artists and like really picking the support bands and like, you know, they were amazing with us and like, they didn't need to be, like they didn't, Mm -hmm. when we met them, they knew our names, you know, they didn't need to, like they didn't need to Mm -hmm. come and meet us and say hi to us. They were doing their, you know, full on stadium, whatever arena thing they were doing and no reason to and like to handpick bands and they like they shouted us out a few times and so and we were like you didn't need to like that's so that's like so much effort that you don't need to go through mm-hmm. and i think they had a huge impact on the uk literally like rock scene and that like they gave like every 
band are, like they gave them their slot and because it's a huge it was it's a huge deal you know at the time and mm-hmm. like some would say that that nearly made any the success that we had you know like was those little handouts and and like you know little mentions or like you know taking a band taking a different band and like they would you know personally listen to those bands and bother to meet with them and say hi and whatever and so so i think you know like like we were saying before entering into a kind of you know a relationship with a band and you're like oh you know, oh, that sounds cool. And then you learn about them more and you're like, oh yeah, like I love what they do. And you, you know, and you start to get an impression that they really care about it and that they're really, you know, uh, really putting the time in to the, to the music and, 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 you know, really dedicated to their art form and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, and you think all those things, but it's like, it was like another thing for us to, you know, to have somewhat of a relationship with them and be like, oh, like it's, it's more than that, you know, like it's, it's like their whole crew, amazing. It's the nicest, loveliest people to work with. And they were so kind and generous with us when they just didn't need, like we just needed, like anyone else would have just been like, get on, get off, go home. You know, like it <laughs> just, and they were, you know, like they didn't need to be, you know, as gracious and, and you know, and we That's would end nice. up seeing them you know, in other places and they would be so kind to us. So it, it, mm. it again, it, it, I mean, you know, aside from that, like it, it was just, like I say, it's so nice to, to believe in something and then believe in it more after kind of yeah, maybe it's like knowing a, it. It's like a cherry on a cake of yeah. something you liked already, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 And it makes you be more like in that, in that vein, you're like, I want you to, to, you keep going, you know, like that, and that's who, away. That's who you want. Do you know what I mean? Like that's who I yeah, yeah. who I who I'd want in that position making those songs because not only have they earned it, but they deserve it. You know, they 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 that that's 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 who you want there. You, you know, yeah. like they're the people that you want in that position. Um like a like a you know, like a president or something. Do you know what I mean? But it's like it's that <laughs> they're the people you want, you know, standing up for UK, you know, rock music and 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 delivering, you know, world class records and performances you know every time like the the again live it, absolutely incredible and and you should definitely you really should it's 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 it's, okay. it's really they do they do the same they capture so well live what they do in the music which is these kind of roller coaster of of like emotions and scenes and 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 kind of uh and emotions and just kind of you know from crushing you know, heaviness to that beautifully sweet and, you know. Well, I was going to say for, for an audience member, there's like, there's a nice pit and then a, a nice sing-along bit straight after. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. like all in, all in. Um, should we go over some like favourite tracks? Sure, sure. What do, we, what do we like? What should we start with? I was going to say, I made like a counter playlist of things I liked throughout the years. One thing I was going to mention was um and these are kind of i suppose maybe not i think the tracks i had in two minds i had the tracks i picked because i liked them and i was like go through and the tracks you would recommend i think are two different things i've kind of yeah i've tried to amalgamate that okay but that i've got i i'd say my taste is uh my my i looked at the picks of the things i actually really like Mm -hmm. by baby clyro and they're quite it's quite down the down the line. Okay. Oh, um, okay. So that so, it should be in my balance then. 
Yeah, might amalgamate okay. nicely. Well, one thing I was going to highlight is also for every uh, record, certainly, and I think what was such a great thing for the fans was that they, uh, the B-sides that they would release for every um, single that they did, you know, certainly, you know, when they were, you know, after kind of sort of puzzle really, they, they were kind of... Um, when they would release singles, they would release often like a few different versions of um, mm-hmm. the vinyl or single or whatever. But they would have these B-sides on that were either like in part, you know, maybe some of the original demos or what have you, um, but also like tracks that really didn't make it. And um, they became a huge thing with the kind of fan base in that they were often the heavier songs uh, and mm-hmm. the weirder songs that, you know, and they kind of became this sort of dual life of a record where there would be you know, like a 10 track album and that would come out and that would have, you know, a really kind of eclectic kind of mix of, of different uh, genres and sounds or whatever. But the B-sides would almost be like a spare album, almost like an, like an extra bonus album almost after that. And they actually did release them um, eventually. You could only get oh, them cool. as they were for a while, but um, I picked a couple of those as well as like their um, a really cool insight into the songwriting process, but also again, like some of the, when there was kind of maybe some of the more mainstream records, there was mm. also these like incredibly kind of kooky, uh, um, uh, you know, B-sides as well, really heavy B-sides. Um, nice. So um, I think that's kind of a, a cool thing. Again, another cool thing that like we were like, that's that's a really cool thing to do. Like, isn't that such a nice... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like know, yin nice and way. yang, chalk and cheese. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, well, do you want to go first maybe? Go on. And I'm going to start, I'm going to start at the latest stuff. Um, and work towards you. Okay, nice. Um, so off their latest album, which is called, I always forget, is it Celebration? No, Myth of Happily Ever After mm-hmm. is the latest one. Uh, Slurpy Slurpy Sleep Sleep is probably one of my favourite song titles and songs in the last few years. Um, and do you know what? I'm saying it. Biffy Clyro are definitely one of my favourite bands. Okay. Um, just, just, they do it. They do it. Mm. Um, Space, which is nice. from... I think it's a celebration of endings. It is. I keep getting these two albums confused. Mm-hmm. My bad. Uh, so Space, great, great ballad. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> stop using the word ballad, Matthew. Uh, it's a lighter, a lighter hearted. I mean, it, it, is a, it is a theme. It is definitely like, I think, what's good is lyrically they're quite obtuse usually. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps with it not being kind of fall into that category. It's not, it's not Bon Jovi, yeah. But it's got, it's got, I think just there's a lot often kind of um, surrounded by sort of just, I think just well intended and, and mm-hmm. genuine. And I think, mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's easy to think like ballad and then like eighties music kind of happens. Oh, it's probably more heartfelt then. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Like a lighter heartfelt tune. More acoustic um, maybe, so- or more, more, you know, more down tempo. Yeah. 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 You know. So space. Yeah. It fits that bill quite nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I really like about a lot of that stuff is I mentioned before the the orchestration um, and some of the kind of more classical elements, I guess. Um, there's a really good, uh, of that song, there's a great uh, live orchestral version with mm. a choir and an orchestra from Abbey Road, uh, which is worth checking out. I'll stick that in the links bit. Mm. Um, then the song End Of, I nice. really like yeah, on like the same album. Yeah, uh, And then... Oh, it's not on my list. Cop Syrup. Not Cop Syrup. Oh, that's great no, it's the one called... 
Look at this. This is professional. It's called... Where's it gone? It's disappeared forever. It's on the... Sorry, it's on, it's on the myth of happily ever after. It's called Holy Water. Nice. Uh, great song with a great riff at the end. Um, and then, yeah, the captain, that golden rule. Uh, Mountains? Mountain. From Puzzle, 915s, I really enjoy. Sure. It's got a really kind of horror movie kind of thing going on at the end. And then I'll I'll stick many of horror in just for kind of a really... That's the big hit. That and Mountains. Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. are old but gold. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. You know, they're, they're a really nice... It's a nice tepid way to get into the hot tub. Abs yeah, oh, very nicely put. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, I'll go backwards then. So... Um, Black and Sky is kind of their more or less. I think they had some other records, like a something like before then, but I don't have those um, records. As in, I don't think they were even Biffy Clara then, maybe. Um, but yeah, Black and uh, Black and Sky again. Even then, like first record, they still had like the kernels of these kind of huge hits. Um, my favorite from that record was Kill the Old, Torture Their Young. Um, but they had Just Boy, Convex Concave, 57, Hero Management, all like still showing big signs of like what they were going to be. I, I think in a weird way, they've been very consistent, but they they just, I love some of the turnarounds. What I love about some of these early records is like it can go from something so uh, um, intense and then just switch on, 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 a, on, on a dime type thing and just go to this wonderfully you know, like a serenading, you know, like kind of peel back the curtain type moment. Like it's, um, it's always such a, such a, such a great device, I suppose, really that, um, uh, that they have. Um, Vertigo of Bliss was, was kind of really, when I was really, uh, uh, consuming them, that was, that was really my, my bag. So a day of toys, toys, a toys, of. choke, great toys, choke. toys, toys, toys. Eradicate the doubt. Now the action's on fire. All the way down was kind of their like big, kind of maybe less, for the want of a better term, their 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 mid their ballady type element. And again, just mm -hmm. showing kind of you know what really what they do best. As far as B sides, they've actually released um, a few of the B sides, which is one of my favourites. Uh, from Puzzle, they released uh, a kind of companion record called Missing Missing Pieces. Uh, and there's a track on there called Miracle of Survival and Asexual Meat Kitchen, um, which um, <laughs> I just loved. I must have worn the vinyl out of, of that. Um, uh, great title though. Great oh title. yeah, they're known for, you know, there's kind of a humour to their uh, uh, to their song titling. So, it must be a Scottish thing though, because we've said the same about Mogwai. You know, it's true, some, true. Uh, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just an underlying, very dry, friendly humour. Mm-hmm. Um, Infinity Land, Strung to Your Ribcage, still maybe my favourite song of theirs. I'm, I, I, I just, again, huge sing-along moments. Again, they've really kind of amplified it on that record. Uh, Got Wrong, um, I think a, a perfect, um, a perfect uh, analogy of what we're talking about with their record, uh, uh, kind of, that, that kind of switch is, yeah, Got Wrong, huge, big, distortion down 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 like big kind of thing and then just that would you dance is such a lovely like i love that part so much and it's so short but just there's something the whole arrangement just feels like 
the sky is lit. It's like the stars are out and you're dancing mm. with the, you know, the person you love. And then, you know, the switches kind of flicked again, like such a beautiful moment in such a, like a, you know, seemingly heavy song. Mm. Um, and the same thing they did um, for uh, Infinity Land. They also did um, some B-sides there called It's Always the Quiet Ones and Corfu. Um, which they've now released, uh, just as it's called Infinity Land B-Sides. Um, and I think they did also similarities as a response to their album Opposites, which again was a kind of mm -hmm. B-side compilation as well. And there was The Rain and um, uh, Thunder, Mon Thunder Monster. Um, I think from that record, again, they're just just such lovely companions to um, those records. Um, yeah, Opposites, I think, for if, if I was going to recommend an album to like jump into... Oh. I think I would go opposites. Sounds like balloons, Spanish radio, victory over the sun, different people. Woo, woo, woo as woo, well. Woo. It's a right tune. Um, yeah, as a, you know, and there's you can investigate the singles. Again, for me, a big song for me actually was "Know Your Quarry" from Only Revolutions as well. Mm. That's that's um, that's one close to my heart. Um, yeah, mountains. I think mountains as well was like a. I would say, if, yeah, there was one song you were going to recommend. Maybe that. I think Mountains is like, it's got a I bit of everything. Start, yeah, start there. Because um, one thing we haven't really talked about is Simon Neal's guitar playing mm. as guitar players. And it's, um, the, the overarching sense of melody in all their music is brilliant. Mm. Uh, like we've said, like big, big anthemic choruses. Uh, but even the jagged bits, just the, the melodies are beautiful, mm -hmm. um, but his guitar playing is—it's like it's—it's it's really unique because um, every it, it all feels a little bit awkward and unconventional, mm -hmm. like you said, like making up chords and these kind of things, and especially the jagged riffs. Mm -hmm. But there is just—I don't know what I have to put it. It just—it's so appealing. It just so—it's all. It, everything is crafted for the song I guess drawing parallels to John Shonne mm -hmm. um, you know th there's a couple of like solos thrown in here and there but it's mainly uh, great riffs mm -hmm. and great kind of paddy paddy chords to kind of stick under a, a chorus but mm -hmm. yeah it just it makes like you were saying before if if someone flying the flag for guitar music particularly like and playing the guitar it, you you don't really get cooler, uh, especially at that size. Mm. Um, and a single and coil, think, you know, playing a Strat still. Playing, you know, yeah. like, um, again, and I, I, uh, you know, as a lesson, kind of to continue my analogy of, you know, always kind of older brother type thing, like is just, you could kind of be like, oh, okay, well, you know, like they're a three-piece, we're a three-piece. How, how mm. do they how do they write to fill that space? How do they, how do they, I think, you know, in endemic of their music is that notion that they are a three piece and they have to, dynamics is kind of everything. Um, mm -hmm. It means so much more and you're, there's so much more at stake with everything that they're doing. And like his guitar playing is just such a huge part of that. And there being so many counter melodies within the chords. Again, that was a huge inspiration to me. And, and should be a huge inspiration to like any small band there. Like they've perfected, you know, how to write three piece stadium hits, you know, and also 
you know, bring it down to almost nothing. And and I think there's almost like, I think with his playing, there's almost like a, like a childlikeness to it. It's, it's quite, Death. yeah. but I think that's what's so good about it is that um, it is, it, there's a freedom that I think it is what, makes it so inventive and like the riffs so interesting and the chord so interesting and his writing so interesting is that there is a, a playfulness to it and an exploration. Especially, yeah. Especially the, I always really enjoy the bits when he goes for the cleanest, like plinkiest, mm. like bend mm-hmm. uh, or like a, you know, like a bend where you hit other strings as well. Mm. And it just dies, but it's, and it's, it's, it's very unconventional mm. and, like almost anti-guitar hero yeah uh, yeah, yeah. and again maybe this is this is i'm drawing loads of parallels with john Fashante in what i'm saying here sure but um it there's something it's it's almost like he's winking at you whilst he's doing it do you know what i mean there, it's, yeah there's yeah, it, yeah. an undertone <laughs> of like i know exactly what i'm doing and yeah. that's it's 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 knowing he's doing it all on purpose and it's just yeah it's it's a it's so appealing for mm. all of those reasons. Mm-mm. Yeah, I would say also very, um, you know, like a signature. Like you, I think you know if he's, and and more so than ever, that's so rare, you could tell if he was playing the guitar. You, you would, mm. He has a sound and a style that is very clear and very... Mm obvious in in how he plays and how he approaches the guitar like i say i think i think that that sense of kind of just trying to get the thing out you know like and 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 kind of trying to explore that in a way that is you know uninhibited because i think it can be you 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 can close doors that way you know like and i think that's what's so that's what's so great is that there is such a freedom and like even a a logistical freedom within his mm. guitar playing. If you've ever watched him play something, the chords are incredible stretches. Um, yeah, and he does it all while singing. It's mental. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, so I think, uh, yeah, I think I think that that those ideas are just amplified even even more within within the music. And I think it 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 says so much about the creation of it and the way that it works and their writing process as well. Um, uh, for example, um, actually funny enough, the song, uh, the captain has a, is it from here? Uh, I think it's called only the captain and it was a B side. What's it called? Anyway, they released a, uh, a B-side that I'm assuming was the original working version of uh, the captain. And it gives you a, a big insight into the redaction process of kind of like, Hey, we've made this big chunk of music and how we kind of work it into a, a song, you know, kind of thing. Hmm. Um, and kind of maybe, you know, again, maybe they're how they, how they write, you know, whether it's just like a big chopping board type thing and they just kind of, you know, have this big amount of material and they're kind of just trying to, you know, whittle it down. Um, and, and again, I think, yeah, it, it's so interesting to see certainly a song that, you know, was such a big single and, and such a, you know, such a big live moment and, and everything like that. 
um, it's really interesting to hear that as a working version. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I think actually it would be so interesting to hear the others if they you know if they existed as well. I think it'd be a really interesting um, uh, uh, kind of a, what's it reverse Insight. engineering, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nice, cool. Well, yeah. Do you ha are we are we settling on for our recommendations? If you wanted to jump in, if you don't know who Biffy Clary are, or you've Clary Biffy Clyro, <laughs> you don't know who Biffy Clary are. No one does. Um, but uh, you don't know where to start. You don't know where to jump in. You're looking for guidance. You heard the name. You maybe seen a few things. Go and watch them live. That's also mm -hmm. another. It, it's that's quite, a definitely. Well, yeah, that'd be a good start. That's the. That's the real. That's church in in, in my um, in my humble opinion. Um, I think yeah, we're saying only revolutions mountains. Sorry, from only revolutions. Definitely. Well, we'll, we'll stick the playlist together and yeah. uh, and leave it in the in the box below. Nice. Uh, you'll be able to add to it as well if you think we missed anything. Nice. If you're really into Biffy Clyro and think you know better, bring good. it on. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, what a band! What uh, yeah, it's nice to talk about a band that you really love, yeah. and uh, and also it makes you realise how much you do love mm. them. Amen. So Amen. That's great. But. Um, yeah, let us also know who you'd like to us to do next. Yeah. We'll we'll do some more of these. Absolutely. Um that leaves us with only one thing to say. Thank you to our Patreons. Thank you. Thank you to Biffy Clyro. Thank you, Biffy And uh, also to mention you can we're offering at the moment, we've just teamed up with Musicism, uh, yeah. offering 10% off their guitar courses. If you want to be as cool a guitar player as Simon Neal, check that out. We'll mm. put that below as well. Mm. Uh that is an advert, to be clear. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, we'll be back next Tuesday. And lots of love. See you then. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.